Hey, 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 it's me, Katie here. Grab a notebook, add a cuppa, and join me in the Sociology Staff Room. Hello, and welcome to the Sociology Staff Room. I'm Katie Tyler, and a familiar face. Whether or not, I don't know how you're looking at this, on my right-hand side today is, is Duncan, Dr Duncan Hall. Obviously, the lead in sociology and um, politics for Tutor to You. And we're going to be talking about revision today. Uh, mm-hmm. More of as a discussion, because as you said, like obviously, well, is anyone an expert on revision? I don't know. Probably there's experts out there on revision. But really just sort of throwing some ideas around revision and what it is yeah. and what it can look like for our students and, and for um, the teachers of sociology as well. So my sort of first question to you is, <laughs> as, a, as a non-expert of revision, as you were suggesting, you know, what does it mean to what does it mean to you? What does revision mean to you? Yeah, it's 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 a very good question, Katie. Hello, by the way. And I think <laughs> mo- mo- most people are listening on the podcast, aren't they? So I'm not a familiar face, although I do have a face for podcasting. I think. <laughs> 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 but um, no, um, sorry. So in terms of uh, revision, I think one of the I, I was thinking about it before coming on air. Fortunately, because that's what we were going to talk about. Um, and what I was thinking about was. Um, the various sort of advice that people have given me over the years about revision as a teacher, I mean, obviously we can look back to sort of advice I got as a student as well, but as a teacher in terms of sort of teaching revision or teaching students how to do revision, much of which is quite contradictory. I mean, I'm sure you'll have heard contradictory things about revision over the years as well, and how you kind of have to try and synthesise this somehow for something that works for you and for your students despite the apparently contradictory nature of that advice. So I what I used to do was I used to teach, and I think I'd still do something a bit like this, try and get the content done. Yeah, I don't know when people will be listening to this exactly, but, you know, not too far in the future probably, try and get through, you know, sort of halfway through um, the spring term um, to leave plenty of plenty of time for revision, in inverted commas. And then Are we talking about the year 13s? Is for year 13, yeah. yeah, for year yeah. 13s. And then it's like, well, what, what does that mean? Which is obviously was your question. But then I also spoke to people who would say, well, why would you do that? You know, that's just teaching the course twice. You know, you ought to, you know, they ought to learn it. And so they actually know it. It's in their long-term memory. Um, rather than, you know, rushing through it and then going over it again. You know, why not make sure they, they know it first time? Um, and I think, you know, there's apparently contradictory ideas, actually. There is a synthesis there, which I think we discussed the other day a little bit when we were talking about um, flipped learning and things like that, which is the idea of, um, and I've heard loads of different terms for it, but like spiral learning or um, retrieval. There's all sorts of different aspects to it where, yes, they need to get into their long-term memory and learn it, but you don't do that either by just learning it really well once or by just um, cramming it again at the end. You have to keep revisiting things and reinforcing things through the two years of A-level, um, really. So that so in my long answer to the question, what, what is revision? I think it's reinforcing um, learning and ensuring that you do remember and can use and know how to use and where to use what you've learned through the course. So I think for a lot of students, it's reading through your notes at the end before the exam, 
and for a lot of us it was probably that when we were at school or at, um you know preparing for exams but i think effective revision is something rather more than that and it's something rather more long term than that and so the question of when do you start revising um which i'm sorry if i've <laughs> pre <laughs> i was about to say i think i think you, yeah you're on my next question you've read my pre mind preempted pre a later question but you know the kind of when do you start you know right from the right from the get-go i think you know you revise af after each lesson to a certain extent to try and make sense of what you've learned during that lesson and then also revisit at periodic times through the year i mean as we've said a lot sociology is very synoptic there's lots of connections between things and links between things and these keep providing opportunities for re revision throughout yeah so you might start with say some basic theory um the idea that you wouldn't look at what what is functions and what is marxism again until two weeks before your exam you know obviously you would you do it you do it throughout mm. uh, and it makes sense there but it actually makes sense for for all of it doesn't it that you'd revisit it you'd think well actually well what would they say about this and how does that link with what i what i knew last week so that so for me revision is revisiting things that you've learned um in order to reinforce it and order to use it better and make the most of it that makes perfect oh, sense to me. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, good. Made, yeah, no, <laughs> good. It wasn't a, a right answer, or a wrong answer. And like you said at no. the beginning, it's quite contradictory, isn't it? That mm. you know, on one hand, there's this sort of idea of continuous revision throughout mm. um, and content, um, but leaving the course, I suppose, right up to sort of the exam date as such, to to not really allow much in class revision. But then the argument is you've done it throughout, or Sort of do a bit of more a speedier approach with maybe limited and then doing the sort of the synoptic element and the revision at the mm. end and there's a, a sort of merit like i think you've sort of said well actually let's get a happy ground between the both mm. if that's correct what i'm hearing i think so because i think um you know when you re re revisit stuff it does make more sense second time round, doesn't it once you see it in context a lot of it a lot of the stuff mm. suddenly you've got some context for it when you you know, sociological theory, for in, particularly, can seem very abstract to students mm -hmm. at the start of year um, twelve, especially if they've not done GCSE or anything. You know, suddenly there's all these new ideas and new concepts um, that make a lot more sense at the end of year thirteen. Um, and so, I think having some time at the end to revisit stuff is good. Um, but what it shouldn't be, of course, is really that's when you're learning <laughs> and the kids have kind of soaked up some bits and bobs of it through the rest of the time and then they're, they're really going to learn it right at the end you want to avoid that um but yeah i think revisiting revisiting it at the end um is good of course there are good ways of doing it and probably less effective ways of doing it um and that's what i'm going to come on to next really is this, just, you said because <laughs> yeah because you were saying like obviously you know revisions just start relatively straight away and, mm. and then actually it can be quite easy can't it as you mentioned retrieval practice um you know we've just sort of short quick win quizzes right at the beginning um and then obviously more complex revision as, as you go throughout the course and obviously um it makes me think straight away of sort of the, the synopsicity of it you know the theory and methods theory mm. question particularly um needs almost everything to be taught in order to revise for that question you know although it yes. might appear on the the crime paper or the education paper it's not asking you a theory question about 
crime or unnecessary education no. in isolation. It's it's everything and anything that you've learned, Absolutely. anything contemporary. Um, but then the, my second question, obviously you've mentioned my se- my actual second question, which is when should we start? So we're going to <laughs> what was my third, but is your second question is, yeah. okay, so what does that look like? You sort of said, said hmm. what, but what is the how? Yeah. So what I always used to say to my students, and I think I would stand by it today, is that um, active revision is more effective. Now, every student's different, and I have known students that really benefited from just reading through their notes or, you know, that you know reading through stuff. Um, and it can be effective. Um, and so I don't want to sort of suggest that a kind of passive approach to revision never works. I think it, I think it, it does. But for the most part, um, students ought to be doing stuff with it for two reasons one it's you know the kind of psychology of it and i don't claim to be a, a psychologist uh quite the, quite the opposite but um but you know that supposedly this this helps in terms of uh you know how it stays in your in your memory if you've done something with it but i think more importantly you're gonna have to do something with it in the exam and i think remembering long lists of studies um is fine but it risks a list like list list like answers and list like essays you, you you see them don't you where a student's done a lot of revision and they've remembered a lot of names and a lot of studies but they haven't answered the question ter- terribly well and so the more the more revision is not just who said what but how does this answer the how does this help help us answer the question or how can i use this to to make a better answer to this question i think yeah the better so so that's my main reason for saying revision ought to be active that said there's a lot to be said for reading through notes watching videos you can watch um, all those uh, craig's youtube videos on all the topics and stuff you know it's great stuff you know it's good pre pre-exam um prep but i think you know i mean i, I a lot of people say oh, sort of rewriting your your notes and condensing them and stuff and that can be that can be good and do it onto um you know cards and things like that it helps with uh embedding it in the memory but i think answering questions is a big one not necessarily writing full essays although as much essay practice as possible is advisable i would say really for students generally they should just try and write every essay that's been asked at some point <laughs> have a go um or even but, not planning it towards the end i suppose once they've got yeah. those exam skills you sort of yeah you know once they know how to sort of apply their sort of ao1 a2 a3 really towards the end it probably just be sort of plans my method yeah. yeah yeah and i was going to say that yeah so although I, I i think there's a lot to be said for writing a lot of essays because that's ultimately what they've got to do planning the essays working out what you'd put in the essay how you'd answer it is a is a big part of it as well um but it shouldn't just be what content would i put in it you need to go a bit beyond that i think um to try and get away from the more list like type responses and you know have so so you know part of revision is practicing the skills as well as revising the mm. content thinking well how you know how do how do you analyze how do you evaluate how can you do that better um yeah so um so that's what i do sorry yeah well, how would you do that <laughs> what would it look yeah, like well, that's what I was saying, you've writing essays and pl- yeah writing essays and planning essays is a is part of it um got lots of things i mean if you think some of the activities we do 
uh, like for example at the Great Beast uh, um, workshops, you know, something like um, Hook, Line and Thinker, it's one of our little <laughs> little games. I actually think that that works very well. Or if it's that's that tends to be for a sort of ten mark um, items question. So you go through the item. Can I find some hooks in that item? What sort of sociology does that make me think of? So that's not writing an answer. It's not even planning a full answer. But it's practicing a couple of skills and it's accessing your your memory. So I think yeah, find a load of find a load of um, items and just look for the hooks in them that's the kind of 10 mark thing but you can do a similar activity with any item which is what sociology is in here you know um, you know mine the item for some treasure so i think that's quite a that's quite a, a fun activity obviously our items are quite small on the aqaa level um sociology so there's there's never a huge amount in the item but you know it's quite a nice quick task let's have a look at an item unpack it you can use real items quick enough to write a write some fake ones as well could do the other and way as well starter could... as well yeah i would say students could write them as a starter or something yeah, like yeah. that and then swap so yeah absolutely Definitely. yeah St students writing items in the style of is quite a good thing because it gets them into the habit of what are these items going to look like um yeah definitely so that's 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 quite good fun so so there's a practicing the skills thing so that sort of thing a to b how do we get from a to b you know what next break it break down a break down a, a process all that sort of thing i think is very effective in terms of revising content you can't beat a good quiz can you really i love i love a quiz but <laughs> again again you can this can be something where you get the students to do you know all the work you know you obviously you can set them quizzes but you know they they like quizzing each other coming up with questions you know if you you know get them to write a round of get get them into groups each one round to write a round of 10 quiz questions on the particular topic you're you're revising obviously you'll probably get a bit of overlap or whatever but, but you can give them different areas to write the questions on to try and avoid that um and that's a you know if you think about revision lessons yeah that's a fun 20 30 minutes in a in a revision lesson isn't it which is very effective you know they, they've yeah. had to think about the content a lot to come up with the questions then they're testing each other on the uh, questions in and you know from the you know from from the teacher's perspective you've not had to do an awful lot there other than yeah. um, so you did a bit of flip, flip learning there that's what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying exactly absolutely. that that's what it absolutely. is you know getting those yeah, students especially no, towards the end of their course they, mm. they should be able to sort of devise I mean I, I must admit that's one of my go-to favorites so like <laughs> it, you know it's, it's Friday afternoon you yeah. know we're all, right we're all teachers got yeah. Right, you know, we don't have to write the writ quiz. Actually, yeah. it's not about being lazy, but at the same time, it's about a bit of self-preservation mm. on the teacher's part, getting them to, to devise the mm. questions, the students, yeah. and then they self-assess them or peer yeah. assess them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could always write a round of 10 questions yourself as well, but that's a lot easier than <laughs> doing, the, doing, the, doing the whole thing. And that's just if you happen to enjoy writing the questions, which, you know, some of us, <laughs> some of us do. Um, absolutely. So that's, that's good. Again, Stuff that's quite good fun, I think, helps with revision because revision can be boring, can't it? And I think so why? Student... Why? Because I know that that's what you're sort of saying. Yeah. Yes, exam questions. This was one of my questions I was going to ask you. Is that obviously at the end of the day we are going to be assessed by an exam? And we had a really, I had a really, we both had a really good conversation with uh, Dr. Caroline Oliver the other day about yeah. how you know degree courses are changing their assessment criteria. It really got me thinking about okay, well I can't change the assessment that's out of my control no, not but the, actually not the yeah, not the uh not the, <laughs> not end the final exam no, no, no and no. actually i was thinking well actually wonder if we can incorporate some of those sort of she was talking about 
using photography quite a lot in some of our revision techniques. Mm. Uh, she wasn't saying that. I was just thinking, right, mm. that sounds really fun. Mm. And also that's how they're potentially assessing in some universities. Obviously, she's commenting on the University College London. Mm. I wonder how I could incorporate in my lessons without directing from the fact they are going to have to do a, a SAT essay exam. And actually something like photography. But the, the question I was then going to ask you, you know, how do we, why do we need to make it fun? And at what cost to the fact that I'm not suggesting exams aren't fun and essays aren't fun because <laughs> actually I find them quite fun when yeah, I was a student. Absolutely. I found them quite cathartic, mm. but I know that other other students no. potentially won't do. Um, mm. So yeah, I suppose there's two questions okay. in there. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Okay, so if we take the first one. For me, it's not the exam and writing an essay that's potentially dull, although obviously it can be, can be daunting and worrying and actually that's a good reason for practising it. So that's a sort of separate <laughs> reason why you should do lots of exam practice and questions is so that when you go into the actual exam, it's less scary because this is just something you've done loads of times and you know, you know what you do. But going through notes, going over content again, practising exam questions in class or if particularly like as a group how would we answer this what's you know it's, it's quite an effective thing like an essay walkthrough but you know after a while especially if you've decided oh let's finish everything by march and do you know two months of this um you know students can start thinking, well i don't like sociology anymore i used to like it when we were uh, you know discussing you know um yeah, dis discussing uh, interesting issues about um, global development or media or whatever, yeah. value freedom, but I'm not really enjoying just uh, going over stuff I already know and, you know, endless exam questions. So that's that's one reason. There's also the psychological reasons of what you remember, um, you know, and you probably remember stuff that was fun more, <laughs> you know, um, just naturally, I think you do. Um and, and you make associations and you make links. So, you know, for example, you know, when we're doing our live streams, we do the, uh, you know, I do, the, um, <laughs> the, word the, word, the word smash, which, I you know, I love. And, you know, you can say on one hand, well, this isn't, this is very low level um, thinking, really, because it's just a, have a think about what this, you know, it's just a key term, isn't it, really? Plus a, plus a fun quiz question, which hasn't anything to do with sociology. But if one person remembers Burger because of Justin B. Burger, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's had an extra thing, hasn't it? You know that 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 little link, that little hook, that little memory trick, if you like, um, does help. So if there's a bit of fun, it does stick in your stick in your memory and something. Yeah, you know, something think about um, you know, Earth, Wind, and Firestone, or whatever. And, and you... <laughs> she's throwing them out. You know, we're, we're gonna finish the podcast. We've got to like just words matches. Any opportunity to show them, shoehorn them in. Just to say, if any of the, the listeners to this have, haven't directed their students off to the Riven yeah. Vision Blast, just to listen to Duncan and see his the words matches, um, then yeah. please do. There's a lot, a lot of Absolutely. them on YouTube, aren't they? Yeah, yeah and we'll we'll be doing loads more this year, no doubt. Um, not just word smashes um, <laughs> but actually if you think about all the things we do on those it tends to be quick fire quite good fun um and a mixture of sort of recall of facts and stuff that's a bit more demanding in terms of the other skills and it uses some higher order thinking and i think that mixture and that variety is very helpful in terms of making revision sessions um effective 
um and it is in the end it's their effectiveness yeah, obviously we want to make it fun but it's not um it's not a uh, edutainment isn't it? it's, it's, it's not about doing it because you secretly want to be a um a chat show a quiz show host or whatever but um you might you might but um but that, that's not the reason for it the reason is obviously the students um do remember that the same reason that you you wouldn't just do um you know very dry lessons the rest of the time that you try and have a mixture of activities and some you know some that are more fun than just you know i don't know read this section of the textbook answer these questions or whatever you, you, you know it's, it's the same with 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 revision i think sometimes because of the proximity of the exam there's a feeling they have to be very serious uh, it's like oh well, yeah the time the time for fun has passed <laughs> no 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 more no more documentary friday or whatever it is no, no. <laughs> but actually you know maybe it's it's even more important at that point to to you know to make sure it's very effective and um you know covers what you need to cover but is actually engaging so the students are you know are absolutely on it rather than in a sort of fugue state <laughs> Hearing, yeah, hearing words um, <laughs> flying over them. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking even just about videos. I know we've done this before um, where, you know, just even watching a clip, the students can oh. apply the concepts within that. Yeah. So actually yeah. you're looking at slightly different from when you're looking at, say, in year 12 or year 13 as sort of a starter to a lesson or something like that to engage yeah. a debate. You're looking at it and presenting. You might use something you've used already, you know, as, as a documentary, a short clip and going, well, we've looked at this in education. Oh, I don't think mm. about finished schools or something like that. Yeah. And actually, we'll look at it again. Let's see what concepts you you can link to this. What can you remember? So, what's all the sociology you can link to this? Yeah, absolutely. yeah, definitely, definitely. Absolutely. And you mentioned yeah, like photo, you mentioned photographs. You can do the same thing with photographs, images, whatever. Um, and and I think there's a lot to be said for keeping that sort of thing quite open. You know, um, you know, we we have a tendency to um, narrow questions down to get a to get a, a desired response. You know, so who's this or you know what what specific theory am i am i angling for here but actually if you sort of say well you know let your sociological imaginations run free for a bit what what um what sociology can you apply here what's going on here then um they'll probably come up with stuff that you didn't think of um but it really does get them thinking about sociology gets them talking about it um because in the end the questions that they're asked tend not to be very specific do they, do they? i mean some of the 10 markers mm. and four and six markers i guess there's there's there is kind of a yeah the, the the examiner probably has something fairly specific in mind but you get some pretty generic synoptic type um essay questions that are bringing in quite a few areas um and the best answers probably are the ones that that, that really kind of go for it rather than thinking well, I've I've revised this quite specific narrow bit of knowledge about this. I'm going to write it, and you might, you know, lots of people might write very similar essays of you know highly revised content, um, and they'll do fine. They'll do they'll do well. But yeah, you know, sometimes some of the best ones are the ones that you know perhaps surprise the reader. They're not quite what they're expecting, but they they show real really good insight, and they and you know, a very clear understanding of sociology um, beyond, you know, the sort of borders that we kind of set for it in the 
in the specification to a certain extent um and probably more in our in our, in the textbooks and the teaching and things because i was thinking about that with revision point of view uh in terms of the spec i was thinking particularly in terms of perhaps new teachers who perhaps are bringing their students up to exams for the first time um and i think one thing that can be quite hard is because i you know, thinking AQA, A-level sociology spec, one thing I like about it, as someone who's taught sociology for a long time, is the nice vagueness of it. <laughs> and the fact that you've just got a handful of bullet points and you can, you can really sort of, within that scope, um, create a, an A-level sociology in your own image. <laughs> in terms of, you know, in, in, in terms of... Yeah, in, ter in terms I mean, of the content you want to cover and the topics you want to sort of... It brings me back to the, uh, the, the spec point, was it last year, was what you were revising. Crime deviance. Crime deviance, yeah, yeah. Crime deviance. But the, like the particular say, bit of crime and deviance we'll look at is crime and deviance. Crime and deviance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. actually, the scope for that is, yes. is great. I mean, I think sometimes mm. my students are shocked at what I can shoehorn into a lesson. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're like, so, have you done yeah. that? Yeah. So, so I, I love it for that reason. But I do think the sort of downside of that, but I think, getting over this downside would lose something so I, do, I kind of don't want them to <laughs> I don't want them to resolve this issue in one, one, one way but the downside is particularly for a new teacher or if you're just doing a topic a, you know change topics and you're doing a topic you haven't done before it's kind of thinking about well how much weight is do you apply to that and this obviously that's re reflects what you teach through the year but it also comes to revision as well how much focus of your revision should be on that so if we talked about that that bullet point in the crime and deviance one i think it's the first bullet point on stratification is enormous yeah and you kind of assume that if something's got its own bullet point then it's probably of a similar weight to everything else that has its own bullet point but some of the things are, are relatively narrow compared with um with 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 some of the other bits so something like the first first bullet point on stratification which is basically all the theories of stratification and differentiation. I can't remember quite how they word it, but you know, mm. similar to the crime and deviance one. Um, and obviously, what it is is that first bullet point is the theory and the, you know, the the classic theories, and then it's it's that's filled in those that broad broad sweep is filled in by the other bullet points. But I think you could think, oh well, I must have to teach an awful lot about life chances because it's the same as absolutely everything every sociologist has ever said about stratification it's the same yeah it's the same weight and so therefore you know i've found this study that talks about life chances for people with um you know, disabilities or whatever we need to give that as much weight as we do faber or whatever and and it's you know i think that's that that's difficult for students it's difficult for teachers um and so I think that sort of side of it can be quite hard when you think about revision, both in terms of guiding the students, what do they need to revise and what do they need to focus on? What can they what can they probably afford to not focus too much on? Because that mm. sort of comes with comes with experience and you still sometimes get it wrong, don't you? I mean I I I, I always caution against anyone trying to predict the questions, even yeah, with definitely. advanced information even with the advanced information I wasn't keen on it. Um but you know, under normal circumstances, I'd just say you know, anything on the spec could be asked on any with any um, 
any franchise question you know any i can't remember the word i'm being i'm, I'm wibbling now but you know the tariff any tariff question could be asked on any anything that's on the spec um and obviously you sort of you can kind of have a hunch that they're, they're unlikely to ask a 30 mark question specifically on this or whatever um but they could they be. never say never yeah never, never say, say never. never they could they could do um but at the same time you probably can say to students you know you don't necessarily need to know i don't know say if i'm just thinking of off the top of my head maybe they're doing media they don't need to know in detail all the 12 ways in which barnes said that dis disabled people are um, stereotyped in the media in a study that he did in the 80s or whatever they don't you know knowing that 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 there are stereotypes and maybe we name one or two of them and that they're what you know if you remember the name of someone who did a study on it great is enough yeah you're never gonna <laughs> you know but i think that's quite hard for students because they've learned that so they ought to remember it you know um and it's quite hard for teachers sometimes to know oh well it's okay to know that more generally but you probably ought to know merton in a bit more detail and then that that starts to get well which bits should you know in more detail than which shouldn't you so i think that's a that's a challenge for everyone that kind of comes with time um but everyone you know it's and and you know you've maybe you're using a different yeah a few different textbooks and some textbooks might have three lines on something that another textbook has six or seven pages on it and it's like do do they need to know the three lines or the seven pages yeah and i suppose it goes to that different that thing what is the sociology uh paper assessing mm. and it, and actually mm. is it assessing just what you know or is it mm. really assessing how you analyze and apply which is is really yeah. where the marks are coming from like and they're not looking for a list of every sociologist names and actually don't no. need the sociologist name you don't know not that no. you don't need to know Sue Sharp, I was when I was Sue Sharp because it always sticks in my head. You know, it's more what she says and how applicable that is, yeah. rather than you know yeah. remembering the name and who a sample yeah. was and every, and every every single detail around that. It, yeah, it's it's absolutely. No. And so I think that would be another point I'd make about revision, which is what should the focus of revision be? I mean, I've already said skills and things should be, you know, at least up there with. You know, so practicing skills, rehearsing skills should be at least up there with remembering content. Mm -hmm. But also, even when you're doing the content stuff, it should be about how to use it and how it's applied and making connections with things and how things link together. Um, I don't see a lot of value in just, say, learning names and dates, for example, which mm. some people might be tempted to do because they hear a lot of names and dates through the two years. Um and yeah, there's uh, what I always say because people say, "Oh, do I need to know when Sue Sharp wrote um, just like a girl or whatever?" And yeah, there's a there's a big part of me that thinks, "Yes, you should." <laughs> that goes against what well, I'm just saying. It's the historical context, isn't it? The historical yeah. context of the time, but not necessarily it, the, the yeah. year. You should be able to contextualize things for the most part, um, but also, I, I guess when students used to ask me things like that, my my own students my response was always well if you do know it that's good isn't it so yeah there's it's never it's never a bad thing to know something um you know I, I think you know knowledge is a good thing so if you if you're able to learn you know 
when Marx was writing or when you know, Durkheim was writing, whatever, then that's... That's a question like, I asked you the other day, didn't I, Duncan? I didn't know the exact dates and you just <laughs> threw them off like some guru of sociology. I was like, you know, 1800s and you, you were there with your dates. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's good to know. It is good to know stuff, isn't it? But I think the key point is that that is not what you're going to be assessed on. So in terms of where you would focus your revision, you exactly. Know. You're not on limitless where you've got no. to work out the exact date. <laughs> and therefore, if you are doing quizzes and getting students to do quizzes, really, unless you're just throwing in the odd one to be mean, it shouldn't be, you know, what year did, um, you know, did Marx write the Communist Manifesto, you know, um, or, you know, who was, who, you know, I don't know, who, who lived in wherever or did... Um, you know what nationality was Durkheim or whatever um we do a few of those on the Grabies today we just on that um mm. uh, the uh eliminator type quiz just to just to make sure we don't have to give all the prizes away but and as I say it's not never a bad thing to know stuff but it it isn't a general knowledge quiz um I think there are bits of the context of the sociologist it is actually really useful to know I think it is useful to know roughly when people were writing you know when we, when you do the theory and methods type stuff you know, when you do talk about values and things that impact on a researcher's choice of topic and research choice of method, you know, if you can illustrate that with some facts about some particular researchers, they could talk about Becker in the jazz clubs and things. Yeah, that that's that's really good, isn't it? That that makes for a, a richer answer. Um, but you don't actually need to know, you know, when Stan Cohen moved to the UK or, or whatever. You know, it doesn't, <laughs> you know... <laughs> It's quite interesting, but you don't need to know it to yeah. to to to, uh, to answer the sorts of questions you'd be asked in the A level. Sorry, I'm I'm going on, <laughs> on, to... on, a, on a wealth <laughs> of an encyclopedia of sociology. I, I'm conscious that we could end up speaking forever we about could, this. Sorry, we, yeah, we could. Sorry, we could. No, no, don't. this is what you're here for, Duncan. This is why we <laughs> we rack your your brains. Um, or brain brains. My multiple brain. <laughs> uh, brain. Uh, my last question to you is uh, if we wanted to find out a little bit more about anything that we are offering, uh, mm. where can we direct people just without sort of going into it too much? Because obviously the main thing was just talking to you about tips for revision, but where can people look if yeah, they're yeah. interested in the great? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So uh, cheater to you, we have, obviously we have lots of stuff for, for um, other aspects, not just for revision, but in terms of stuff for revision, um, there's a mixture of stuff that you can get for free um, and stuff that um, school might get or take you on or that you could potentially, or that students could could get. Um, so there's, there's, sorry, I remembered I'm talking to teachers. I was like gone into talking to student mode there. So <laughs> the stuff that the uh, school might might get or that uh, you could point students towards. Um, so, and, and they all have different sort of um, aspects or different ways in which they might be useful. So and the big thing is the Great Booster workshops that we do. And obviously, Katie, you uh, come and do some of those. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. yeah. And they're, and they're a great day out um, and do a lot of what we've just been talking about, really. The, you know, focus on um, a mixture of, well, there's just content, but also skills. Um, try to keep it uh, fast-paced, entertaining without just being edutainment. <laughs> um, but, you know, that, that thing about engaging engaging the students um using a mixture of visual and you know uh, all sorts of different 
aspects of uh, to to engage the students and to engage different students. Um, lots of opportunities to get involved and that kind of thing. And we come around the country and it's in a big cinema screen and it's it's a good fun trip. We also have the online sort of companion to that, which everyone who comes to the to the cinema has access to, but also people can get access to separately if they, you know, for for a bit less if they if they um, either don't live near one of our workshops or can't get out to it for for whatever reason they can access the online um the online course um we also for you know for schools and for teachers we've got these retrieval packs i know you uh worked on was it the education one you, you i did on? yeah 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 um i actually and also like it as a credit like to not the actual i can't the activities necessary but the 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 visual of the of it it's very um slick and yeah as an mm. active sociology teacher I, I use it as my starter activity not just yeah, yeah. the education one the other ones as well no, no. that'd be weird. Yeah. weird if i just use my own one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they're, they're great for starter activities aren't they and, it, and, I, and i think that's they are aimed to be used throughout rather than just for revision lessons but they're effectively what we were talking about that sort of you know going back over some content maybe what you've just done but maybe looking back over something that you did a little while ago um to keep you know keep students reminded of um what they've learned and practicing things that they've learned and again it's not just content there's a mixture of uh, skills and content there um we've got all craig's videos haven't we um and that collection keeps being added to um and that is content you know that is i mean i think he's doing some some sort of essay walkthrough type ones as well as going to but um the what's there at the moment is is the content and and i think that's a really good way of accessing the content um it's summed up nice and briefly it's not too doesn't go into too much uh, detail each video is sort of under between five and ten minutes long i think for the most part so it's a you know it's nice bite-sized uh stuff um a lot of those have study notes associated with them on the website. So if you just like going through something and you think, actually, I can't remember that particular concept. Chances are, if you Google it, Tutor to You will come up at the top um, of your Google search. So a fantastic SEO or whatever it is. <laughs> I can't remember the search engine optimization. I assume that's what why it does, but it always tends to come up at the, the top of your Google search and, you know, you can go down a little rabbit hole then um uh, if you click on the on on that they'll probably be recommended or suggested other things down the side there's lots and lots on there um we do also have of course flashcards and revision guides and and, and various other things that you know students tend to 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 get so there is a lot there and of course as we've already mentioned the live streams you know, I've mentioned that there are things that are are free and obviously the videos and the the study notes are freely available but also the the live streams which we've done quite a few this academic year already i'm sure we'll start them up again soon we might already have done so by the time you're listening to this i'm not sure and then in the uh in the build-up to the exams we'll do a lot of those and like last year the ones like just before the exams you know like um thousands were watching those, <laughs> those live um so that, and that's a lively revision um you know option as well and obviously you can you can send uh, your students in the direction of those we also make the ones where where it's a sort of powerpoint activities we do make the powerpoint 
available as well so if you wanted to run through the the questions with your students maybe edit it edit some of them if you want to use different studies or different things then that's a that's an option as well um so there's lots and lots yeah there's can, lots and it can and help with the key thing is it's not about you know obviously we, we know cost of living crisis yeah. and see the, the the cost of schooling a lot of that's free do you know what i mean and there and things we do pay, that are paid for are, are, are very reasonable but a lot of that you know you've mentioned is, is there's no cost to it as well so um lots available lots of choices available uh-huh. uh to to staff and to, to to your students so i've picked your brains lots i, I probably uh-huh. feels like there's a sort of period of time now just before the sort of exams start so um you know we've got that sort of like a window window of opportunity to reflect as teachers what we're going to do next if we were teaching yeah. year 13 so yeah absolutely thank you. we are in that re- the revision zone or we're getting into it aren't we so we're getting into it getting into it hopefully yeah. some ideas in there just to have a think about it really um yeah. sorry just to i know we've we've gone on a long time so i will stop <laughs> but i was just thinking because is that a real we duncan <laughs> yeah sorry i've gone on a long time do apologize but um i was right. just thinking the because we were saying earlier about getting the students to do to do a lot of it in the revision type sessions you know the temptation is to just go through loads of questions on the board or whatever and you can do a bit of that that's fine but um getting the students to do stuff i think there is a risk you can go too far the other way and basically make it free revision time because <laughs> obviously they've got yeah they'll have a revision timetable there's there's stuff uh, that they'll have time hopefully in you know certainly in the before the exams where they can have a bit of time to to revise what they want to revise and focus on what they want to focus on and 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 such but you are a resource um and so i would say you know you want to make sure that they're getting extra value from being in the lesson obviously it's partly that they're with each other as well and so that can be partly that they're they're revising collectively um but i think that sometimes particularly getting near the exams and you've perhaps done quite a few revision sessions the sort of temptation to just say um you know just revise what you like <laughs> you know well, so quite, obviously that's an opportunity to sort of see mm. smaller groups so if you've got quite a large Absolutely. classrooms yeah. if for example you've got them to i don't know how schools different schools do it but i get my students mm. to rag rate uh, and if they're sort of mm. at amber uh get them to sort of tweak it and the ones that are read that have signposted or the students you know mm. that are struggling with particular concepts or yeah. ideas and that's a good time to see like those three yeah. students i'm a big fan of the old five evoca as well i'll just put that out there just before we sort of conclude i love what i like doing is or I've said probably wrong by voice share or whatever. I don't know. You know how to say it. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's my Essex accent. Do you know what I mean? Actually, I've read an article about that from the Sutton Trust and uh, that, you know, accents are, uh, obviously, it's not surprising, but uh, so it sort of impacts on social mobility, basically. Yeah. There's a hierarchy of accents. Anyhow, I digress. So um, <laughs> the point is, um, yeah, I just, I sometimes like seeing students one-to-one. I sort of do a little... Yeah. schedule for them and I get them to sort of rag rate the things they say they don't know and then I give them opportunity for homework to revise mm-hmm. it and then I say to them, right we're going to meet in a week's time and I'm going to ask for a selection of questions around it and then from that we'll write another list based on the stuff that you think you now yeah. need to revise and, and sometimes just that one-to-one time is really powerful as yeah, well no, I agree absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. Anyhow, Fantastic. that was my little bit. <laughs> How was I supposed Excellent to say stuff. it Duncan what was, what was I supposed to say? No, I think that was fine Viva. it was fine. Viva. I just... Is it Viva? 
Yeah, no, I think you were right. I just, uh, I just miss, I just misheard what you said. I didn't hear what you, what you said. You know, so, when you have so. the supervision, the, the posh word. Yes, there, no, I do so. know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be French or Italian. I, I, don't know. I had Latin, I think, but I, I, I <laughs> Latin. I, yeah. I had to do one for my PhD. <laughs> yeah, I had to do one for my. I remember my 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 one distinctly, but I won't go into it because it's not the uh, forum to have it. But the discussion no. it was very, it's very memorable. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. That's intriguing, but uh, I'll, ask you, I'll ask you about that next time I see you, Kate. All right. All right. You take okay. care. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. The Sociology Stuff Room is brought to you by tutor to you Sociology. Find us at tutor2u.net forward slash sociology or follow us on Twitter at tutor 2 sock or Instagram at tutor 2 sock You can also join our very lively Facebook groups for sociology teachers. See you soon.